Welcome to the RPG Podcast. And we are live. Oh, God, Pat! Presented by Sheep. A Time Wheel Production. Welcome to the Robert Patton Global Podcast. I'm here today with a very special guest, Austin Berg from San Antonio, Texas. What's going on, guys? I don't know if it was the last time we saw each other, but one of the times we did come into contact was at uh, Ken 5 It was. News. I think I had a show like a couple a couple weeks after or before that. I remember I was like somewhat dieting at that time. Yeah, that was a really fun experience. Absolutely, yeah. How uh, how's it been going since then? Um, pretty good. Uh, I want to say that was two years ago. A year, yeah. It, it was a few years two, ago. Two years ago. Um, it's mm-hmm. been going good. Been keeping on working, and uh, I'm just trying to get better since then. Yeah, you have a ridiculous, amazing physique, and obviously that's what you. you focus. You're welcome. Thank you. You're, <laughs> an, an, you know, an inspiration to a lot of people. You know, one of our good friends, or my good friends, is Stephen Wiley, and mm-hmm. right. he he uh, he brought he brought us together, and I, I got to work out with him this weekend, and I was super sore for like three oh, days. Yeah. And, um, so is that the kind of, well, you don't know what kind of workout we were doing. He was doing like these drop sets and. Oh yeah. High intensity, more, more like higher rep workouts. Um, I'll throw those in, um, pretty much every workout. Um, whenever I go into the gym, I'll usually just throw that, throw at least a couple drop sets in there. Yeah. And I, it's awesome. I've never had a workout quite like that, and I, I just repeated it this morning, and I'm feeling really good about myself. Oh, I'm sure. I heard. Uh, I heard um, Stephen worked out with one of my friends, Bartice, and Bartice was telling me that um, they were kicking each other's ass in the gym. So it's a, you know, it's a great feeling to get that, get all that stress out on on in the on the weights. I love it. Yeah, absolutely love it. What what got you started with this bodybuilding training basically so honestly it started back in high school um so i'm 25 now but back in my freshman year college or in high school um i uh honestly just wanted to get girls at the time i was like just a tall skinny dude um like just a tall skinny dude with like big ears so i was just like like dang i just want to and I'm and on and watching like sh- like shows on TV that show guys with muscles that are pulling like or just getting girls left and right. I was like, all right, well, this is what I, this is what I have to do. So I just go wake up every morning before school, go to the gym, um, and it just slowly became like I would just do arms every day after school till about like my senior year. Senior year, I started training a little little bit of everything, and then uh, that's when my passion from like sports like basketball went to bodybuilding i was like i'm not really liking i don't really love basketball anymore so um it kind of just drifted on to uh just training and just improving my physique um and just yeah eventually competing came along i imagine you get you must have been getting like a good feeling about it you know like do you get for sure how do you feel when when after you work out or when you're working out um so when i'm working out uh 
I mean, it feels great. I just, uh, I guess, I, I don't want to say I was like bullied. I definitely was not bullied. But in like in high school, everyone like picks on each other, and like yeah, you, in, in middle school too, you kind of like toughen each other up. Um, but it was nice to like be training and then get like acknowledgement, like, Hey, you're, you're definitely growing. You're growing. Like, Oh my whole, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? It was nice to get like acknowledgement. Um, and just seeing progress for myself eventually went from me training to try to get girls to like that being the last reason why I'm training now. It's just like, for me, um, it feels good. Um, I want to see like, like if I can, improve and eventually become a pro and just see what happens take it step by step and see um how i how far i can take it but now it's it's mainly for me and just um doing it out of fun uh, you're not pro you, you, like you should be pro <laughs> in three weeks in three weeks i will be for oh, sure shit. what's yeah. going on in three, is that an, a contest in three i weeks? do i have a show um so last year i did a national show and um i got third place which wow. is and top two go pro so like i was one spot away from turning pro um and then this wow. year it just everything just feels right like just everything's clicking we're taking me and my coach jojo uh we took all the information we've learned from last prep into this one and uh um it's just it just feels like there's i mean i, I don't want to guarantee it because you never know who's going to show up there could be some guy in like the middle of nowhere that has no Instagram. That's just like this freak athlete that shows up, mm -hmm. you know, but I really feel like this is the year that I turn pro. Yeah. When I see your Instagram, I don't know how anyone could beat you unless they're like <laughs> the Hulk yeah. or Arnold or something. There's some freaks. There's people that travel um, all over the, all, all over the country, some from um, different parts of the world, but, there's a lot of people that come out to these shows and try to get their pro card. Um, so it's just a lot of competition, you know, what happens when you go pro? Like, what so changes? then that's when you are at the pro level and you can start competing at pro shows and that's get paid. When, yeah. You can get money. Um, but the real money comes from like contracts with sponsors and all that. But, uh, and then eventually getting to the Olympia. So if you win enough show, or if you win a show or get enough points, from winning or placing well in shows, then you can go compete at the Olympia, um, which I don't see myself doing anytime soon. I just want, you know, just one goal at a time, just trying to go pro first and uh, uh, definitely want to take a good amount of time off after and uh, just to try to improve and be competitive at these pro shows because I don't, uh, I don't know if I want to go there, you know, and um, not place, you know, so right just so want to be ready sure right because there's guys that have like they're like 20 years experience of training that are competing that are pro level trying to get to the olympia you know so it's just guys that have a lot of experience training and um definitely want to be prepared whenever i go up there again what age approximately are guys that are winning those shows are those they, pro shows older it they're so it just depends they're either like um if they're below 25, they're usually freaks, like genetic yeah. freaks. Like there's some um, guys, like I, uh, I ran into one of them, one show or, or one, my first national show. So I've done three national shows or two national shows. No, three, my bad. Um, well, this will be my third one, but my first national show, I ran into one and his, his guy won the whole, the whole show. And he was, um, uh, 21. 
And, wow. and it's just like, and he apparently was only training for like eight months. Uh, just that- been a so- soccer player his whole life. And, uh, trained a little bit and turned pro. So it's just crazy. So, but most of, but most of the time, if there's no like genetic freaks, they're usually like 29 to, to 33 range, 28, 33 range. Um, yeah. Cause it takes time to build up all that muscle. Absolutely. Right? Normally. Absolutely. Right. And the muscle maturity, um, factor comes into play. Um, just having experience and time and, um, that definitely plays a factor which uh, it hurts a lot of young guys, the muscle maturity thing, because they'll, they'll train forever. Um, I know it definitely hurt me when I'm like, when I was like 21, 22 competing in a, like these like show, these local shows and like some guy that's like 29 would come in and just um, destroy me just because the muscle maturity. What does that mean? Mus- muscle maturity. Muscle maturity. So like, um, uh, your muscle, like, so the muscle basically, uh, looks fuller, more developed, um, a lot bigger, I guess you could say, yeah. um, the yeah. older you get, the more you age. So, yeah. uh, okay. um, that's that basically sense. it is. I mean, cause like how, like I weigh 150 and mm-hmm. I, the most I've ever weighed was 170 and that was right after basic training in the army. I right. had, uh, I was eating clean the whole time and you know we worked out many times a day like all day and you know we got three meals a day plenty of rest not well not too much rest but a decent amount of rest but um then i lost it you know it's like to keep up that weight must it's got to be a a grind for sure absolutely mostly in the kitchen just eating eating non-stop like six meals a day uh like in my off season there's times where i'm up like staying up late just to eat it sucks but oh my um, god yeah there's it, it's tough like there's a it's crazy how things change like right now i'm on prep and i'm um, not eating as much so i'm going to bed probably like at 9 30 or 10 mm-hmm. but like in my off season i'm staying up till like sometimes three o'clock in the morning just to get down a meal like i'm literally just um up like playing games and just trying to uh get this meal in okay so that's to like do you lose the weight you know like after the show's over does it all does it start just falling off or what well it's actually the opposite right so it's actually the opposite right now since i'm so uh because whenever you diet down you don't really have much body fat so after the show you usually hold on to some water um and then, of course, eventually, like, whenever you start eating the foods that you you haven't had in a while, you're going to put on some body fat as well. So, um, it just depends. I, I try not to go crazy after the show with, like, eating whatever, you know. But mm-hmm. uh, um, you definitely can put on probably – there's some people that put on, like, 20 pounds, like, after the first week. Um so I'll bet my off season, I usually, the most I've ever gotten up, gotten up to was 260. Whoa. And right now I'm currently 230 right now. Okay. And so like there's a, a conception that you turn that weight that you put on into muscle when you start working out again, Is, do you, do you like build off of itself. And you right, right. I, I don't want to say it turns into straight muscle because you definitely put on a lot of water. Um, your strength it stays the same, but like once like your body, uh, um, comes back down to normal, um, with like the metabolism and everything, 
and uh, then basically you'll um, be in a stage where you're start writing to like starting to build muscle again. But it's all about um, your ca- your caloric intake and um, training and rest. Okay, so I mean, I want to I want to get up to about 170 steven and i are supposed to do a cage match and he weighs 190 and i weigh 150 okay so yeah i need to get up to 170 and he's going to drop down to like 180 and that'll be about as close as we can get i think for sure Um, what do i need to do basically you just gotta focus um because the training part's easy but it's all about just um eating you know getting the, the meals in after your workouts um you want to make sure you're um in a caloric so like surplus. right after so like right after i work out or like you know within an hour or whatever right i would eat probably every two to three hours um during the day whenever you can if you're ever hungry then you're doing it wrong that's what i usually tell people if you're ever like you should never be hungry whenever you're trying to put on mass yeah, but it all, I mean, it fell off after, after basic training and, and I, I guess like, how do you keep it on? Just keep it on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just staying consistent with your diet or just, just eating, just continuing to eating a lot. Um, if, if you eat a lot and, um, it also depends on how much cardio you're doing as well, how much calories you're burning. Um, but it's all do about do, calorie. What's, do you do what's cardio? that? Do you do cardio? My off season, I do just uh, for like health purposes. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, whenever, because whenever I'm I train and I don't do cardio, like, there's a lot of benefits to cardio. I love it during mm-hmm. the off season. But uh, whenever I train and don't do cardio, I'll find while I'm lifting, I'll start breathing heavy quicker, and I I cannot stand that. So I'll do cardio because it helps helps me like go longer in the gym as well, um, and just for uh skin purposes uh heart health it, there's a lot of benefits to doing cardio while you're intaking a lot of calories what about <clears throat> like yoga and stuff yoga i eventually mm-hmm. want to get into that my girlfriend uh she's like trying to be an instructor right now and she's trying to get me to do it um does that I, affect I, your lifting and you know, honestly like- i i have no idea i've never done a i've never had a yoga session Um, I know. And I've heard so much about it. I actually, uh, um, I had a class this morning, uh, and the instructor was telling me that like he he was doing yoga and, um, it's, it's like not what you think it is. It's exhausting. You think it's easy. And I'm Mm -hmm. definitely curious to try Like whenever I'm done with the show, I definitely want to, um, try some yoga out, you know? Yeah, but you're in like focus mode, right? Um, right. I, I it's like right now. There's no energy to be, um, like I'm just saving all my energy uh, and using it for workouts right now. I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah, but after the show, for sure, I want to. I want to try it out. Give it a shot. Um, I've heard a lot of good things about it, and uh, yeah, I mean, because I've heard guys that are like super jacked, you know, can barely touch their toes and like yeah. the flex- you lose a lot of flexibility <laughs> for sure your muscles are so tight and for sure a lot of uh, bodybuilders including myself uh which is bad but they they don't stretch um as much as they should um mm-hmm. there's some that do stretch a lot uh i'm terrible at it i try to after every workout but uh it's definitely not where it should be but um i definitely want to improve on that 
because yeah. uh, I know uh, there's a lot of benefits like with like just um, recovery and uh, even posing as well. Yeah, I mean that's the, that's what I wanted to get into a little bit is just the balance of the health. You know, when you're mm-hmm. just constantly pushing your muscles, how do you balance that with? Because it seems like you would just be super tight and sore or something all the time. Right. So I definitely try to um, give my body the nutrients it needs, the um, the pill, the multivitamins, fish oils, uh, liver care, um, and but most importantly, rest. I feel like the body. Uh, a lot of people that get into it, including myself, when I first started out um, doing bodybuilding, they don't. They, they train 24-7, and, like, I was stubborn when I was, like, 19, 20, 18, uh, like, that range. I was stubborn. I did not want to take a rest day. I felt like I wasn't doing I, – I, I could be doing more. Um, but in reality, like, your body needs to rest. So um, I just what tell people – What does that people, mean So, like, if you? you're – like, uh, basically, if you go to the – if you're training and a body part is sore, you're not feeling, like – a hundred percent and uh then you shouldn't be training that same body part or you should like you just i just tell people to listen to their body uh, if their body's telling them i'm exhausted i i can't like I, this is going to be terrible like i can't this workout's going to be terrible i can't push through this then you just it's way more beneficial to just take a rest day relax um kick your feet up and just um eat some good food I imagine video games are good for those. Uh, it's amazing. <laughs> I yeah. love it. So yeah, it's definitely a um, like a just a stress reliever. You can connect with your with your uh, friends that are on and um, buys time in between meals. Yeah, uh, I mean it's just like it. the contrast of the you know pressing your body to the maximum absolutely allowing it you know entertaining yourself while resting pretty much Uh, it's a great way to uh just relax after like a long day working out working and all what do you play um so right now i actually just sold my playstation um playstation 4 because the new one's coming out soon but i was playing call of duty yeah i was playing uh NBA 2K for a little bit, um, Rocket League. I'm a big Rocket League player, and uh, was playing Fall Guys. Okay. Yeah, Fall Guys, Fall Guys. I was playing that one for for a little bit too, uh, but I should sell uh, mine. I, I uh, I've I've actually already bought one and sold it, and then I bought another one when we moved out. I just moved, and we're in the. It's mountain. good to do it now. Because I know there's a lot of people that are um, buying it right now just to just to resell it. Like I just I got I put mine on the uh, what's the app called Offer Up. I put it on Offer Up, and literally two minutes later, it was sold. Like people nice. are going crazy for it right now. So okay. um, I, I just figured like like uh, I'm on prep right now. Probably I'm going to bed early anyway. And by the time the show's done, the the PlayStation Five will come out, and we'll be ready to go. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um that's beautiful. I I you're taking advantage of timing and everything. That's a beautiful thing. How much sleep do you get? So right now, uh, I'm getting the most I've ever gotten. Um probably like 8 hours, 8 hours yeah. of sleep. 
usually okay. I'll be fine with like just six hours, but like, uh, this sounds terrible, but like, I'll be, I'll get so hungry. Um, at night I'll just, uh, go to sleep. Like, so that makes sense. I've pretty been early. Doing... So, so I can wake up, you know, and then eat again. Right. Yeah. Um, so you don't have to be awake, hungry, you know, just right. go to sleep. I've been doing these, uh, weekly 24 hour fasts Okay, and that's, uh, you know, it's like just, if you go to sleep, then you don't have to be sitting there hungry, like you're with your stomach growling. Sometimes I lay there in bed hungry, so that's right. Important. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how do you feel on that fast? It, I'm getting be- better at it. I'm getting more used to it. It's it's getting easier and easier. I think your body kind of uh, uh, gets used to it. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. It's, but I'm also I lost like 13 pounds, so I'm I'm not sure. Awesome. It's, yeah oh but, but you're trying to gain right a little bit you know i'm not fat so i and i'm getting kind of like too skinny so i want to i don't know maybe just when i am eating i need to eat more and i've been eating really clean we make this amazing chicken salad like three or four times a week and nice. it it's really sustains and especially if right before the fast i'll eat a huge one and it's it makes the next day go by easier and so when i say 24 it's more like 40 because i go from sunday night to tuesday lunch wow yeah and it's you know (laughs) it's 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 hard it was hard the it wasn't even hard the first time the second time it was a little bit difficult the third time was easy the second time is because i didn't prep right and i ate some shit food that just really didn't carry over well. So I need to make sure I'm eating those slow burning carbs and the chicken and just make sure I'm not right. You know, just do what works. Deteriorating. Yeah, for sure. But so typically we talk about like what it takes to be successful in on this podcast and also just like the mental aspect of success and right but also when it, before we get into that just you know getting in the zone um like losing all sense of like space and time or whatever when you're just being what you're doing right. and i'm and like when i'm playing basketball which i gotten away from but i try to find other ways of finding that space uh, getting in the zone but like when i play basketball that's when i can get into it the easiest but do you right. find when you're working out like you do you get in a zone do you like um it's i wouldn't say just working out it's probably like just the the whole time i'm on, I'm on prep uh well maybe like the last like five weeks of the show it really cranks up um, I'm just like more locked in, um, mm-hmm. focused, uh, I'm very, uh, bodybuilding has, uh, fit me very well cause I'm very competitive. Um, so like just knowing that there's someone out there that there could be someone out there that is that that wants what I want, you know, um, just motivates me and feels me. I'm very competitive. Um, and I just know, like, I don't want, I don't want to to do this show and then think back, what could I have done better um, if I didn't get what I what I wanted? You know, like I could have done, I could have done uh, more cardio. I could have um, 
not slipped up on my diet. I could have uh, followed the plan to a T, um, not missed the training session. I could have uh, pretty much just do everything in my that I possibly can to have the best outcome for this show. Yeah, there's like that old saying, if you know, there's somebody out there doing it. If and if you're not doing it, they're right. You know that drives you to make sure you're on point. Yeah, that's for sure. And I'm very competitive, also, and that I bet it doesn't really apply in my case anymore. But just like if you're going to go pro and at a you know at a professional sport or whatever, it knowing that there's somebody out there or there might be somebody out there working harder. What I imagine would push you harder, and that right, kind of absolutely. like your drive. That's kind of what helps you focus and stay motivated, for sure. So, like, I think I mainly fell in love with uh, um, the training part of it. Like when I first started, like I just loved going to the gym um, and competing. Just was like the icing on the cake because now my competitiveness is able to come out and um, kind of uh, push, push you me. Right. Yeah. Push me further because like if like there was one point where I was going to the gym for like probably six years, my sophomore year of college got kind of bored and I didn't know like, all right, well, like I put on a good amount of size. Um, like now, like I'm kind of bored now. I don't know if I want to keep doing it. Now this, someone introduced me bodybuilding and uh, brought the competitive nature to it um to me and now i'm like okay now i want to keep doing this i want to this is fun Mm -hmm. um so i'm just pushing myself trying to uh be the best uh, that i can possibly be and it's just been an awesome journey just uh going through it like the motivation of not of only uh of placing third last year one spot away from pro wow yeah and now coming back like I remember right when I got off the stage last year, I was like, all right, I, I, like, I want to get right back up there. I got to figure out when the next show is. I'm like, I, I can't, I couldn't stand the thought of having to wait a, a whole nother year. Um, um, but yeah, it's it, just, uh, I just love the competitive, the competitiveness of, of it. Yeah. Cause there's a different story when you're just working out to where you're working out for a competition. Like you, it's easy for, for someone sure. that doesn't have to perform to just be like, well, I don't need to do this. Right. You know, and like it's, I'm liking it or compare it to cage fighting where when you're preparing for a fight, you're putting everything into it and you focus that's on your mind constantly. I need to get up and run and train. Absolutely. And if you're not doing that and you get in the cage, you might get your ass kicked. Absolutely. And right. In your case, it's more like a mental ass kicking. That's going to take a year to get back on that. For stage. Sure. So also, also kind of a, like just getting your ass kicked on stage. Cause you don't want to see those stage shots and um, you know, you didn't look, you didn't look the best, you know, you you're standing in a lineup and you look the worst out of all of them. Um, it's also a terrible feeling when they, uh, like I've been there before where they call the top five to, uh, battle it out on stage and you're not one of them and you're, you have to watch them battle while you're like, um, 
just watching just, just standing there yeah just watching and you're just like thinking like oh this sucks get me off the stage yeah all uh, that work you put all into that work it. right so i mean like some people like me i prep uh, I, I like to have long preps because it's easier to transition um from like eating a lot of food to uh like i can't just flip the switch i like to slowly do it um but uh basically um um i forgot where i was going with this <laughs> well we're talking about just you know the mental like what it you don't want to lose and oh yeah yeah that's so, right um so basically i don't want i don't want to like prep for 23 weeks you know and then just get up on stage and um look terrible you know yeah so it's kind of like you just put yourself through all that suffering and um that's another reason why like uh whenever i do turn pro like i, I want to wait a long time because i don't want to go through like 20 weeks of suffering just to get my ass kicked you know no yeah and but you, and you were saying like when you, you the transition you you like to do it slowly is that when coming out of training or going into training um so just it's, yeah it's training it's um training all year but basically um only thing that changes is diet so uh, like i could be going from eating a lot of food and doing a lot of or and doing not much cardio like maybe 20 minutes twice a week for my off season to like cardio 30 minutes every day um and a caloric deficit no more cheat meals i can't eat whatever i want whenever now like i'm on a strict plan ah. it's a lot easier for me to uh transition with a longer prep because i'm able to be a little bit more flexible when i'm 20 weeks out versus when i'm like 10 weeks away from the show right so um because i know some people will do like an eight week prep and it's just like a flip of the switch and they're doing an hour of car or two hours of cardio a day and it's like just pure suffering but like and that's like, like when you're cutting to get shredded the most right 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 okay. whenever you're trying to lose all the body fat you uh um yeah you definitely like i i love uh just taking a longer prep and easing my way into it i can enjoy it like for an, like um this prep has been the easiest for me i've just been it's like kind of like making smaller changes each week. So you never even know like how big of a change you made, if that makes yeah. sense. No, yeah, um, it's like tiny baby steps towards right. the cut instead of like that. And I, I think, cut. I think that should be applied with like anything when it comes to like bodybuilding or training. Like, um, people will ask me like, uh, how to, um, like, or like the best way to diet down or like train like people want to go zero to a hundred but they gotta um like take baby step one step at a time well, let me improve right here you can't just lift like uh like have a 400 a 405 deadlift um exactly on your first day in the gym you know so i that's think that, I that's the best way to go about it yeah, like a lot of people, January 1st, they're going to hit the gym and they like overdo it to the point where they're so sore that right. they don't want to ever do it again instead of just kind of starting off at your own where you're at, you know, and then For build sure. off of that step by step. And, and that's one of the biggest probably mistakes in working out is just overdoing it too soon for sure absolutely yeah. and I'm like just like just making slow small improvements um 
and constantly getting better. Um, I think that's, uh, well, is the fastest route to, um, just, uh, being successful not just being successful, but just seeing like overall progress in yourself. Exactly. Like you said, you should, you know, do that with, with every aspect of life. Don't just jump right. straight into the deep end, you know? Right. You got to go through it. You got to go through, uh, the grind. I'm looking at your Instagram, seeing a lot of sheath underwear. I like that. Oh okay. yeah, definitely. Appreciate that. Most, most comfortable, uh, underwear i've ever owned or worn it's amazing i love it yeah we we like to think so it's going well <laughs> and it's been a long journey and it you know we slowly built up our reputation and it's it's really starting to it's really expanded like i've i've seen it uh um like a, a ufc fights and right everywhere it's awesome to see yeah i'm feeling feeling very blessed how do you you know, like the mentality of a successful person typically has starts with like gratitude and, you know, like just appreciating what you have and building off of that. Like um, the mental staying positive is, is a huge part of success. And how, what's, Absolutely. you know, one of your, like, do you have any books that you read or any kind of principles that you follow or you just kind of have it innately in you to, push yourself um in that direction i i think uh just going off of like uh past experiences and um just uh it's just natural uh, for you pretty much i guess i guess just natural but i want to say i honestly want to say my my parents played a big role in that too um i've just always uh um thought that i've been just like just very blessed with like the things that i've had i may i may not have like you know like everything in the world like the coolest cars or the nicest shoes but um definitely uh like just appreciate i just appreciate with whatever i do have and uh i feel like i and i i i feel like i'm blessed because i i know what um truly matters in my life and what i truly care about um and that's just like the people and just uh, um, how health. I feel, my yeah. health, like my happiness. Um, totally. All right. Like I, I'd, like um, I'm not one to like. I I bought a pair of uh, Jordans two years ago, mm-hmm. and I and I'm I'm all for if 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 uh, if you got it if if you can throw money down like that, go for it. But like uh, for me, uh, I'm not. I found out that I'm not much of a Jordan guy because they're so, they're really nice shoes. I just, I can't, I can't wear them. I, I don't want to wear them anywhere because I don't want right. to get them dirty because they're yeah. so expensive. So I I'm have, like, I have mine in boxes and I, I only pull them out for like weddings or right. very special occasions. I'm definitely not going to play basketball in them. Exactly. So I'm, I'm just like, I'm like, ah, George, like I want to wear them to the grocery store, but I don't want to get them dirty. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, like I, and so I never end up wearing them in it. So I, I'll just stick to like some Crocs or whatever, and um, just keep it simple and just like you know, people will judge and whatever, but it doesn't matter at the end of the day as long as it makes you happy and exactly. you know have, has you feeling great. Then that's all that matters. 
It is, yeah, exactly. It's that it's the appreciation of what you have and, and what you put out there comes back to you. So if you're positive, more positivity comes back. If you're negative, more negative Absolutely. comes back. That's what I've found. And I like to always promote this book. It's called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And there's a lot of principles of success in there. And they are so obvious, like persistence and faith, right. like believing in yourself, uh, appreciation, visualization, desire, how bad do you want it? Um, right. Then these types of things are, they seem obvious, but if you really practice appreciating what you have now it's like how are you going to get more if you don't if you're if you're like always complaining about what you like you don't have enough absolutely so you're like start with what you have and work and appreciate it and be thankful and then that type of attitude transmutes into positive feelings which transmutes into positive action and the you know you seem to have persisted over the since you were in high school working toward in this direction and you like you said you almost kind of got bored with it and then maybe mm -hmm. but because you were appreciated just what you had the universe presented this next level like this competition okay now i can keep pushing and that right is the universe will work with you. I know I talk a little bit about woo-woo stuff sometimes, but I believe in magic. I believe in magic sometimes because it's happened for me. Like I read this book when I was 23 and it took a while, but mm -hmm. I always wanted it. You know, it's, I really wanted to be a president of a company and I didn't know how it was going to happen, but a just staying with that mind frame really mm -hmm. persistence and believing in yourself yeah then and then when when the opportunity came and i jumped on it it it's been working out and and we're just keep growing and growing and so if there's ever any if you ever want to read a book definitely check that absolutely. out absolutely it's a little it was written in 1908 and all the success books since then I believe are kind of like a derivative of that. You could pull a chapter and write a book on that. And, you know, there's many chapters and he wrote a couple other books, but he is responsible for like millions of millionaires around the world who follow it's the, wow. These, yeah. Because it's like, he took people that were doing it kind of like you, they had this natural right. innate um, kind of, progression and they became successful but he's, he was like well what are they doing that makes them different from everyone else who's just kind of living an average life and you're far from average but right and some people just do it naturally some people have to practice principles and that's what i'm doing and, and it's it's been working so i try that's and that's kind of like absolutely what this, podcast is for sure i think uh i think it's just like uh at the end of the day it's all about doing what you love yes. and um being who you are and not caring what what anyone else thinks if you do what you love um and that could be anything it could be uh like a freaking 
a president of the United States or a janitor, if you love doing it and you're and you're you're happy about it, you're going to be yeah. successful. Um, and not caring what other people think. Um, yeah, I mean, has anyone you know, told you that you can't do this? Uh, some uh, I've heard like our people say like, oh, you're too like you're you're too big," and I'm and I'll just be like, "Well, like." I'm not uh, like trying to please you, you know, people, exactly. uh, you know, I'm just doing, I'm doing it for me. Um, and uh, there's a famous um, quote by jo- Joseph Campbell. It's just like, follow mm-hmm. your bliss, follow your bliss. Right. And it'll take you to. And when you like, do that, I feel like, like you said, the universe aligns um, mm-hmm. when you keep at it and you stay persistent you stay true to who you are. Um, things definitely work out in the end. It totally works out. And and like my bliss when I was young was playing basketball. It sounded like yours was at one point also. And mm-hmm. were you ever on any any teams? I was. So I played varsity my junior and senior year. Right. And uh-huh. so that and that work ethic potentially, you know, the going to um, Absolutely training or um work uh, what are they called? <laughs> Practice. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? Uh, that and it just I loved it and I pushed myself so hard and I being this kind of short white slow uncoordinated kid I really had to work extra hard just to right be average almost and barely made I barely made the freshman team I barely made the sophomore team but once right. that once I transitioned out of basketball that same work ethic was applied to everything I did. And I pretty much anything I've done since, you know, in my life, I've always sort of excelled in because I work hard and I, right. I don't, you know, a lot of people want it handed to them these days. Right. Like, uh, you know, give it's me, not you. easy for them. Then they just give up, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what is going to set us apart from, right. The, the, the average Joes, which we need average people because we need the people to bring us our tea or whatever. Absolutely. <laughs> what, what, like, uh, what else do you do? You know, like, but yeah, I know you play video games. You're taking a, a break from that, but like what other right. sort of passions or. So, I mean, right now I'm, uh, I, uh, I finished the fire Academy back in, um, spring and i just have one more test that i have to pass nice i've uh attempted it um three times so this is gonna be be my fourth it's the national registry for emt Mm -hmm. and i'm like just set on passing this i know i'm i just need to take it so i'm just uh i've been studying these past um two weeks uh took a little like 20 hour course um just preparing myself and uh, I should be testing sometime next week, but I want to try to do that and then eventually get a job somewhere in Dallas as a firefighter. And, um, yeah, that's really so cool. Been, I mean, that sounds, that's what I'm talking about. The persistence you didn't, you, right. know, you failed it the first time. It, mm-hmm. Most people might say, I, I can't do this or whatever and go try something else. But I think to be a firefighter, is that what you're trying to do? Right. Or and, or or firefighter. Okay. And that's such a noble, uh, you know, uh, your first responder, you're saving people's lives, putting out fires, saving the, the world, if you will. Right. Because I live in the middle of, of Woodland Park, which I'm looking over a sea of, I, I honestly, probably a million 
or more trees. Um, I can right. see over the top of them, but from time to time there's fires and mm -hmm. we need you guys to take care of that for us. And it's, and you know, Stipe Miocic, I don't know if you know who that is, but he's the uh, heavyweight champion of the world in uh, the UFC. And he's a, he's a full-time firefighter. Still. Oh, wow. I had yeah. no idea. Yeah. He lives. No, in, yeah. Where does he live? Um, what's that? Ohio. Like people from Ohio are all about Ohio. And anyways, he, he, he could just quit and, and be the champion of the world, but he goes to work. Uh, and does that. Yeah. That's, yeah. uh, it's funny because, um, um, kind of talk, like picking off when, when picking up when we, uh, we're talking about like the universe aligning and all that, but like, I didn't even know I wanted to be a firefighter. Like, um, that thought in my mind in high school never came across was, is never came across. Um, it was like the last thing on my mind. And then eventually one day, uh, I had a talk with a friend and, um, did the internet connection go out? Oh, you can sleep. No, no. Okay. okay I, good. Um, I had a talk with a friend and, uh, they were telling, or they were telling me like, cause I, I was going to school. I was, um, going to school for kinesiology, um, uh, exercise science. I didn't know what I was going to do. Right. And, um, cause I was like a PE teacher, but I wanted to do something that made me happy. And then he brought up, uh, being a firefighter and this was probably two, two or three years ago. And I was like, and then he just told me all of like the perks and like mm -hmm. mainly how it would fit my life. Right. Um, you can just work out a lot. Basically work out. We have like, there's huge kitchens in mm -hmm. every station. Um, so I can always be on top of uh, my diet and I've never been a guy. I've never been a, a desk guy. I, I can never, uh, or, uh, or like a, like a, a server, or I couldn't, I could never do that. Um, sales sales. Right. I, I could like, I've seen my, uh, my dad, um, doing that. And he tells me all the time to stay away from it. Like it's nothing but stress. Um, it can and, be like a dead end too. I mean, I know right, I, had, exactly. I, I reached some points in my life where I had to just, that's when I ended up joining the army. I reached a dead end zone and human resources at my college, uh, tuition had, run dry and I didn't want to take out more loans to be a human resource director, even though right. I'd probably be pretty good at it, I guess. And, Absolutely. Te <laughs> and technically I am, I guess at the, in the grand scheme of things right now, I'm the human Definitely. resource uh, director of, of Sheath LLC, but I'm also, you know, the CEO and whatnot, but I have to manage this team. For and, sure. And, but anyways, continue. Oh, uh, you were, uh, yeah. And then, um, no, he was basically, yeah, I was just uh, like a perfect fit because I loved, uh, and I found this out through like training and fitness when people would message me and ask for advice or um, what what to do, co like training, dieting. Um, I loved helping people and whenever, yeah, and just helping people out. So that's what it is. The fact that I could like wake up and go to work and not know what to expect, I love that part of it. I love helping people. It was just an all around perfect fit. And I was just like, and I'm just mad I didn't start earlier. Um, You're still you know, young, but training yeah. for sure. Yeah, I know there's um, like uh, firefighters that get in there late, but it was it was like uh, like just a match, a perfect fit for me. And it's something I love. I'm going to love to do. Mm -hmm. I've never, of course, I haven't done it yet, but I've done rideouts. 
um, and just seeing it, the lifestyle of it. And it's, uh, and everyone tells me they, every firefighter I've ever met tells me they, they love it. And mm-hmm. I'm just excited. Um, cause it's um, kind of like what we said earlier, just putting my happiness first, um, whatever, whatever that may be yeah in life like you, you said, know even if you're a janitor but if it's making you happy then for it's, sure then it's, excel if you're following your bliss uh, mm-hmm. i mean i didn't join the army until i was 26 right and that was like you're now just going to be hitting your physical peak anyways you're not i mean i guess some people peak early or whatever like there's 21 year old champions of the world that right. because you have that that raw energy for but sure when you have that raw energy like that energy mixed with the experience uh i think that's where you're at your best absolutely and you, you i've been i've been to many fire stations i, I know we've gone to fire stations to hand out underwear we just like give them underwear for free just because they're awesome. awesome and yeah and i mean my mom worked for a fire department and they would always have these cookouts and they have the big grills and the, the camaraderie of it all that's, that's what i love right the camaraderie too yeah it's that and that's what i loved about the army i'm still great friends with many of my you know the guys i deployed with because we had that experience and when you go up to your first fire right maybe, you know maybe it's you got to pull the kid out or some shit like you're gonna be right here and that's gonna be stories and in a real way you're not fucking sitting behind a desk not that there's anything wrong with that per se right. but uh you know like that excitement and the thrill of not knowing what your day's going to be like and hopefully you don't have to go too much in do that too often and you can right for sure and wait i mean and what you know lifting and because they, they have these insane workout gyms usually also at every for station sure. so you're gonna have that's gonna be a great uh setup for you to to absolutely i'm excited for it yeah and when i like part of the reason I joined the army, I love basketball. I still love it to this day when I can go right. just shoot around. I mean, that's my that's same. Yeah. Still a bit. I'm like, I haven't been able to do that because uh, of prep, but like, I'm definitely playing on like playing at least once a, once a week, maybe once every two weeks, just uh, during the off season, just to, um, just, I just love doing it. It's fun. Uh, good dunk? cardio. Uh, that's a very good question. Um, <laughs> I think I, I might be able to. I know I used to. <laughs> okay, okay, you uh, used to. I used to. I, I just need a because um, bodybuilders don't really jump too much. Yeah. So they need like I know with me, I need like two weeks of playing basketball to get my jumping muscles and like my shin uh, up and going. But, yeah. Uh, your calves uh, and calves and all that, and just, just get used to the jumping motion again. But right, that bounce. Yeah, because you're doing like I'm not static workouts, but I, I guess it's not these full body exercises right not like just constant movement or anything like that it's just kind of i mean it is kind of stagnant it's just you know standing and squatting deadlift curl pretty much the basic i need to build this is so almost kind of weird let's get it my butt the glutes glutes, okay the glutes for sure Uh, um so is that like tell me what to do so my favorite exercise for glutes is going to be walking lunges. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do dumbbell, barbell, but with like very long strides. 
Um, that's okay. one I like to do. Uh, barbell squats are always really good. Um, yeah. Even uh, even hip thrusts. I know a lot of guys don't like to do them, but they build like the guys with the biggest glutes and hamstrings. They do a lot of hip thrusts. So, is that when uh, you're like you have your knee, your like knees at a ninety degree angle, and your back on the ground, and you're like lifting your the bar. pelvis? Right, right. The, the, With, yeah. And you have a bar right over your uh, like weight mm-hmm. on your pelvis. And you're kind of like just laying on like a bench or something, like a chair or a bench, uh, like like where, where your back is, but your butt's on the ground. And you're right. kind of just like thrusting. Oh, right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you're doing it, like you're having. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, I need. I used to have one. I don't know what happened to it. I think I ran. <laughs> you know, I run. I like to. I love to run, and I, I know. Mm-hmm. And Stephen and I ran a marathon back in the day. We were talking about that. We did a like a. We crashed it. I think it's called when you don't pay for it. You just kind of jump in the. Middle oh, of just jump in. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> man, it was crazy. We made it. I mean, we finished, but we. I had never run more than like seven miles ever. And leading up to it, I had only been running like four miles a day and it, I don't recommend it. I promise you, unless you're <laughs> training your body to, uh, endure that stress Get in that shape. Yeah. It really, I'm honest. I can't even run anymore because I messed up my Achilles. Mm-hmm. So that's why, I mean, I, I have, you know, like an elliptical machine and I do what I can working out. I, I like you heard Have you heard of on it? the brand on it it's in austin very familiar yeah it's a it's a they sell supplements and they have these kettlebells with monkeys on them and um joe rogan is part owner of it and 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 they do oh yeah i've seen them it's uh what is this thing called it's a steel mace and and it's just alternative kind of workout routines that they focus on the steel mace it's fun. I like to do that and kettlebells and uh, steel clubs. And there's just a right. different kind of, I guess, just like maybe new age. High or intensity. Or, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's fun. It's really fun. And the, the mace I used to liken to running with your upper body. You're just, you're constantly swinging this mace for just, you know, 10 minutes, 20 minutes. And it's a constant repetitive, maybe not repetitive motion, but just swinging it and swinging it. And, right. Um, it can I'm help. Sure that wears you out. <laughs> yeah. And it can, it just can lean up, lean up the body. And I've always, I guess, focused on leaning. Cause I always have, you know, like this little layer of fat that I want gone. Like so many people, but I, 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 <laughs> I guess I could, if I just bulk up also, that's another way to get rid of that. Yeah. It's like a struggle, like a, like a cycle of just getting thick and then cutting back, cutting down hard, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Some people are like my, one of my best friends, he's Asian and it's like, he's constantly just ripped. I'm like, you. Oh yeah. Like, crazy. Yeah. Crazy genetics. I'm sure. Mm hmm just that natural he i don't even think he works out and he's my age we're 40 42 and yeah still ripped some and people I, like that yep those are those are the guys that are winning these shows at like 21 <laughs> 22 yeah. years old it's not fair but it's fine 
I was going to say something profound, I think, and I lost it. The crazy genetics. Yeah, I definitely don't have that, but I have, I have a heart. My, I feel like my heart is, you Absolutely. know, what kind That's of crazy genetics. Yeah. There, it, you know, it is mindset. Mm-hmm. The mental and, and you, you, I mean, you went over the, your mental, like drive talking about just the com- the competition but what mm-hmm. if there what if there was like no competition what would drive you to just keep pushing yourself so like if i if there was competition at this next show oh, and, if there was uh, no competition you know what i mean like if there was if competitions were obsolete you know would you still like what pushes oh you, you mean like ultimately? you mean like if there was no shows to do right right um that's a very good question. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the happiness you were talking about. Your right. I, I definitely would be in the gym still training uh, just because it's like a great stress reliever for me. And uh, um, I just love seeing uh, in, in like results and improvements on myself. Uh, but um, that definitely would uh, suck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what's you know? good about competition, though. And some people aren't competitive. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? I love yeah, competition. for sure. Oh, well, yeah, that drives me. And especially even, when they're on your team. Yeah, yeah, right you there know? with you, and you can see them, and you don't want them to beat you or yeah. outshine you. Or like when they're on your team, and they're like, and they're not competitive, and you're like, oh, oh yeah. my god, like this, get off my team if you're not trying to win. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what I think is great about America in a weird like way is Mm -hmm. the like the capitalist um the capitalist uh just the system that we live under. It's 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 very competitive and you have to work hard to stand out and and, you know, we all want to be the king of the mountain i mean and if you don't like you're not gonna be that's for sure and then you might you're gonna complain about your life sucking but you need to have something like to push you and right you want it's just somebody else ahead of you and you know i don't want somebody else I, I like, I do want somebody, you know, smarter than me, stronger than me so that I, mm-hmm. that gives me something to strive for. But that's a mentality that a lot of people don't have. They just are like, where's mine? Give me mine. For sure. Definitely. They're um, not going to be competing with you in this, these, uh, you know, bodybuilding physique contests. For sure. No, like, yeah, you can, it's important. I think it's important to have like always to have someone that's, uh, done more or uh done more knows more than you in your Mm -hmm. in your circle you know that way you can um kind of chase that uh like just surrounding yourself with you know intelligent people yeah like jojo is jojo for sure yeah so i mean he's he's an olympian a pro uh um but like most of like what i respect most about him he's just a really great dude like not like you'll you'll never um hear anything bad about him or anything like that he's just a nice guy he's he'll come up to you at the gym and give you advice um and like if you're like he's just a great guy overall treats everyone nice and sweet 
Is he in San Antonio? He is in San Antonio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I'm, I've been having some people come train me. Excuse me, in like martial arts and stuff, which I really love. Highly, highly uh, advise people. Just hitting pads is so fun. I really enjoy For it. For sure. I want to get into that actually after the show. I want to get into like something fighting, boxing. Just do bo- I, I mean, boxing just- is is underrated. I mean, I don't like to watch it, but right. practicing and training is so fun. It's so it's more mental than you would give it. You would think there's a lot of right, you know, combinations and just just that impact of their fist with the pad and the pop is like this is for awesome. sure jujitsu is also great and i love it and i would do it more but that can kind of wear and tear on your body a little bit more also for sure like i've had more injuries in jujitsu and like none in boxing and you know the place i was going to shout out victory mma colorado springs but 90 percent of it is the is like circuit training not 90 maybe like 75 percent of circuit training and then the last mm-hmm. 15 minutes we're hitting pads and that's what i go there for is that last 15 minutes and you, but you gotta do the work before you can have the fun absolutely yeah i know like like i wanted to get into boxing but like i know like doing like like just starting off it's going to be a rough uh rough starting point yeah, right. yeah I, I looked like an idiot i mean i was yeah they're telling me the combinations and, and you know one or two or three is cool but when there's like six different things like okay what am i gonna do yeah and then even holding the pads because sometimes you're training with a partner so now i gotta know where to hold the gloves so that they can hit and the you know the proper number for like, sure one is a jab, two is hook, three is no, no, not three is not two is power punch, three is hook, four is like uppercut or something. And it's been a while since I've gone because I with COVID and everything. For sure. That, that sucked. What were you doing? And we'll wrap it up here in a minute, but like what how were you training during all that? Just at home or what? Um, so for the most part, uh I um had a friend that owned a gym. And he nice. kind of just like on the down low, just opened it up. Call the police. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was that was a blessing. Uh, yeah. It was kind of far. It was kind of uh, far, but like I remember going into the gym like during. Uh, I mean, it was about the time where I was starting prep, and I was just thinking like, man, I couldn't imagine not being able to because this is what I do. Like, this is right? my stress reliever. This is my, like, I, I want, I want to go pro. I don't want to have any setbacks. Like this is, this would drive me crazy, but, um, well, that's just, a blessing Thank for God sure. I was grateful. I was like, this is amazing. Um, but yeah, just training at a gym still uh, didn't have all the equipment, but was not mad at all. And it was, I was grateful for it for everything that, um, they had there. It was, they definitely got the job done and you kind of had it for the most part to yourself ish. Um, I mean, there wasn't, there's probably at most like three or four people in the gym at at the time. So it was really empty. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it was, it was fine. It was never crowded or anything like that. So it was, mm -hmm. well, uh, we can wrap it up. I, I really appreciate you coming on. Oh, no. and sharing. I appreciate it. Thank you for the invite. It was great talking to you. You too. Well, definitely. I'm next. I'd love to do it again and, you know, meet up. I know whenever I see you, it's, 
it's always cool just to like shake your hand Absolutely. and say hello and whatnot. For sure. Hopefully next time uh, we'll be a pro by then. Yes. Please, <laughs> yeah. I think just have have some faith, you know. For and, sure. And just you you've been you put in the work. I'm looking at your Instagram and you you know just there's there's a little sure. element of magic in, in in this life and just have have some faith in that and absolutely i believe it beautiful well thank you again everyone thank you for joining us go to sheathunderwear.com of course follow austin berg at b-e-e-z-y physique on instagram you're gonna you're gonna feel bad about yourself probably but <laughs> he's uh an inspiration and, and a good dude obviously so thanks again for joining us we're out 